It is the all-new Um Yeah Sports Podcast, where it's all about the Bay Area sports scene with John and Chris. We're glad you joined us. Let's get to it. It is the October 24th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Tampa Bay Podcast. We have another game in the books as the Bucks fall to the Falcons 16-13. to We have Thursday night football on tap against the Bills. John, hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing good. So we have offensive troubles uh, here in Tampa Bay. We have issues uh, getting the running game going. We have issues getting passes delivered to receivers. Uh, we have, uh, we've got line issues, uh, maybe even some defensive issues. Um, so what is going on with this team? That seemed to be a game that was a, sort of a pivotal game. And, and you know, is this going to be a winning team? Is this going to be a losing team? Where are we at? We now know that we are sort of in the mediocre mid-range right now. Um, three and three, is that the record? I think that's the yep, record. Three and three, and Atlanta advanced to four and three. So took our okay, spot. Okay, so the they, took, they took over the NFC South, mm-hmm. uh, which is weird. And, uh, and what do we got with the Bills? The Bills are a decent team, are they not? The Bills are doing pretty well this season for themselves. Uh, looking at it here, they are just behind the Miami Dolphins, which okay. Miami's good this season at four yep. and three. So they've okay. got a winning record. All right, but not you know they're only one game, one game ahead. All right, but let's before we move on to the Bills, let's focus a little bit on this game. What the heck happened? Yeah, I went back and I rewatched it uh, to try to figure that out. And honestly, this team played horribly offensively. You touched on it. Running game's not there. Wide receivers uh, and the Baker Mayfield are not meshing or mel- uh, going well together. And then the running game is okay when they can get started, but that's hard to get going when you don't have a passing game because defenses can figure you, figure you out pretty uh, pretty quickly. Defensively, though, I think there's a, a bright point. Uh, after okay. watching the Lions game and then watching this game, they actually did a pretty decent job of keeping the Lions and the Falcons in check uh, as opposed to letting them run all over them because the way the offensive uh, offense played they left a big gap for the defense to have to fill in uh and in the Lions game that's even more transparent because baker mayfield had zero touchdowns and like one interception mm-hmm. missed a vast majority of his passes nothing was really working and that interception they threw was in the red zone so Lions just set up shop in beautiful field position but the defense made a stop and forced him to get a field goal as opposed to a touchdown they were making plays. They were on the wide receivers. They didn't look like they were creating a whole lot of bad plays. Yeah, there's some plays where guys got loose, but that's just football. Like, you're not going to be able to do it perfect every single play, every single snap. But they get worn down because there's no offense to follow suit in what they're doing. And therefore, they have all the pressure on them. Sure. And you can't win football games like that. They're not built to come from behind, right? Right. And I think they can keep things at bay. Tampa Bay, no, I'm sure. Um, but what they struggle with is you know, keeping it going for a long extended period of time because eventually guys get tired and they need something for the offense to spark it. Sure. Um, so that's what I think is their strong point is their defense. And that's something that they've had and they were able to keep it together. Even after Tom Brady left it, they didn't lose any guys pretty much. And they're starting to add some younger guys in there to try to freshen it up. However, Baker Mayfield and this offense are not playing at the level that you would want them to. And this Falcons game, it was even more of the same uh, Baker, you know, trying to get the ball downfield at times just overthrew guys just didn't have the right uh, trajectory angle on it wasn't lofting the balls like he should like i don't feel like anything past five to eight yards is being thrown with the correct uh touch to it because there's an art of throwing in a 20 yard 30 yard pass you got to get it in the right spot each and every time we take that for granted because a lot of football players and a lot of football 
uh, quarterbacks know how to do that at a very high level each and every play. Baker is just lofting it up there and assuming the wide receiver can go and get it because when you have Mike Evans, he can do that. He can, you know, beat any cornerback, has a high uh, advantage on pretty much anybody. So he's able to do that. The other guys like Chris Godwin and some of these younger guys that they have are not Mike Evans tall. They are more speedy wide receivers that they're like they're injecting this offense into. And Baker is not throwing the ball where they can catch it. In that Falcons game, they had Chris Goblin running up the sideline, and he was by himself, perfect gap, perfect window, and he just threw it to the point where he had to leap up, and he couldn't get his feet back down in bounds. Big mistake. You can't miss a 15, 20-yard pass like that when it's that open. And when they do do a lot of short passes, which is what he's good at, there are drops sometimes, which is where the wide receivers come into fault. But there's also just throws that are you're, you're, you're getting behind the sticks. So I think that's one of the biggest mistakes they get a lot of penalties on first down second down they're getting holdings they're getting um just you know intentional grounding calls you know things like that things that back you up maybe some you know chop blocks stuff like that and then when that happens they're playing behind the, the chains when they're like second and 15 third and eight these are downs that they're trying to get the ball out of hit baker hands hands quickly which makes the routes not be able to get very much distance on them and you need to get a lot of yards to get the first down to get things rolling and when they get the penalties Baker Mayfield isn't at a skill set to allow him to dump the ball off five, 10 yards down the field, which makes it impossible to get the sticks that they need and get that first down. And that kept manifesting itself in this Falcons game. It was penalties, back them up, try to get it going, unable to do so. And then that kept happening, kept happening. Two questions I have for you. So what about the running game? Yes. There is no running game, right? (laughs) There is no running game because there is no passing game. Because Rashard White is actually playing, when he's able to have the ball in his hand, he's a difference maker. You watch him out there, yeah, that's not padding the stats, he's not doing all that stuff, but he's shifty. He's a guy that can get the ball in his hands and make plays and make things happen. But when you're getting penalties that erase the entire play, or if you're not getting into his hands, that's when things start to come into fault. Secondly, another point here is the loss of Fournette and the loss of uh, Ronald Jones, these guys, these bigger backs, the guys that can mow you over is hurting this team now because they've got Gibbs. They don't got Montgomery, right? The Lions have the two guys, both complimentary. The Gibbs is Richard White. Like, he can catch the backfield, make guys yeah. do all that. They don't have the other guys. So now, like, where you're sitting right now, I've heard basically the Titans are doing a fire, fire sale right now. Yeah, so I've heard Derrick like Henry, Henry, but they want too much. I think they want a third-round pick, and Derrick Henry is going to be done with like, his contract at the end of the season, and then he'd be... That's all you need. You just need one season with Derrick Henry, and then you can figure out if you want to keep that's him. That's a steep price to pay when you think about rounder? what you can get uh, for a third-round pick in terms of you know your future running back. But Derrick Henry is that guy, the guy that can change the season for them. I don't know they that need they, a, yeah. they need I don't know they believe that this open. season is a season to go. That's all the other thing. Is this like a is this a reboot season? Is this yeah. like figure out where you're at and then cut <laughs> cut back a little bit? We'll see when the trade deadline approaches. What they're if they're a buyer seller, or they just wait yeah. I think I saw something from uh, Licht that that indicated that they you know sort of see this as a uh, you know kind of a, a cap a cap adjustment type year where they're trying to overcome a bad cap situation and get through it so they can get to a healthy position uh, before they ultimately start to be able to bring in and pay guys and, you know, all of that. So, um, so that's going to have an impact. Um, I've seen this uh, rumor about Rashad Penny. Is that, is that his name? Yeah. Rashad Penny. Um, And uh, you know, we, we watched a lot of him out in Seattle. I think he was pretty. Isn't he Eagle now? 
he's an, an eagle, eagle now. Yeah. And he's pretty uh, injury prone. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't think... ball, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guy. he can stay healthy. But yeah, I was just looking at the stats we were talking. Baker in the, in the Falcons game was 27 for 42, 275 mm. yards, one touchdown, and one interception. What did you think about the play calling? The play calling. Uh, so I was thinking about this when I was watching the game. If I'm Todd Bowles as the co- head coach here, I'm excited about what my defense is doing because he's a defensive coordinator. I'm um, I'm okay with what my offensive coordinator is doing because he's getting situations where Baker Mayfield can get the ball out of his hands. He's playing to Baker Mayfield's strengths. Now, he can't control if Mike Evans, Chris Godwin makes a completion. He can't control if they're behind the sticks, there's penalties, and they need to force the ball down the field, and Baker can't complete that pass. You gave him Baker Mayfield. Now he's trying to do whatever he can to get that stuff rolling. And when he does it, and those quick passes work and things are moving, that works really well. Unfortunately, that's not how the NFL works anymore. You can't have a pocket passer that legitimately cannot move and do short passing game because at some point, the guy's going to get a sack. They're going to get a penalty, and they're going to stop you. And that's what's happening right now. That's where we're at. However... If you look at it from a GM's perspective, you're three and three. Baker's 27 for 42. He's got interceptions in most of the games he's played. You just got blown up by the Lions. You should have beat the Falcons, and you were not able to do so by last second field goal. You're three and three now after going three and zero. You're looking at it and you're saying, yeah, the defense is okay, but they're not making wins. They're not playing the defense that you know capitalizes. Even though they're making good plays, they're not winning games as the scoreboard is all that matters to GMs. And they're looking at the money that they're paying. They're also looking at next year. They got paid to pay Chris Godwin because they can't keep getting the, the franchise tag because over time, that's actually more expensive than a contract. They got to play Mike Evans. Who's now frustrated. I'm not and, sure if they're going to have a chance. Right, to, like either yeah. he's leaving or he's, you're going to have to pay him. Yeah. And then your defense itself, guys last season, were asking to leave. They're saying, I don't know if I want to be here. Like I want to move on. That's just going to strengthen. So if I'm a GM and I'm looking at the situation going on in Tampa, wins equals job protections, loss does not. Uh, and I think at this point, where Todd Bowles is at, where this team is headed, and what they've been able to do and put on the football field is not enough for this team to look at the way it is right now. I so think you think this is job a, jeopardy? Yeah, so you think that this is a sort of make-or-break type season for Todd Bowles? Um, I doubt the GM is at risk. I think they would let him. No, no, not GM. I'm saying from a GM's perspective of the coaches themselves. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I also think like, like even before the season started, we're talking like, I think they need to pay guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin right now. And I think they don't have the answer to quarterback in-house. I don't think it's Trask. I think you agree with that. And I don't think it's Baker Mayfield after this season. He's not proving that he can get you into the plus. So like, imagine if they play reasonably well, moderately well, uh, Baker Mayfield all of a sudden, you know, flips a switch and they start making a lot of completions, touchdowns, winning games. They get to the playoffs and they go to this NFC. I don't trust that they can beat any of these teams that are going to present themselves because playoff teams are the best versions of every team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's dark horse candidates every year, the teams that can rise up and win, but Baker Mayfield hasn't proven himself as a, as a, uh, as a playoff quarterback. Yeah. And so at this point, where are you really sitting other than you're going to have to figure this out right now? You're kind of in a situation. There's still a lot of time left in the season opportunities to turn things around. But if you're unable to do so, what does this Bucks team look like? I think it's going to be a completely different, uh, ball game if they're not able to start pulling together some wins and pull them together quickly. 
Okay, so let's let's close the book on the uh, the first Falcons game of the season, and we'll have a chance to revisit them yes. as the Bucks head up to Atlanta at some point here in the future. Uh, but this week we got a short week, and yeah. now we're heading. Is it in Buffalo? It is in Buffalo. Yes, sir. All right, so we have degrees a Thursday the, night uh... football experience headed our way. So we've got you know national game, we got the lights, the whole deal. What's going to happen here? Uh, so as I was, you know, looking at the past footage, trying to work this out, I see pretty much no opportunity for the Bucks to win this game. <laughs> okay. I think defensively they can give Josh Allen fits, right? I think they can make him struggle back there. I think they can get through the offensive line. They can get to Josh Allen. They can get some interceptions. They can make him make bad mistakes. However, when you have Josh Allen, and you have Stefan Diggs, eventually they might have a lot of mistakes and some slip ups, but eventually they're going to get on the same page and they're going to start making plays. That is where things are going to start causing an issue. Because like I said, of countless times, their defensive line is good. The linebacker core is good. The cornerbacks, there's a couple good ones, but they're so inconsistent every week. So, at that point, then you really start looking at it. That's where things start to get a little bit scary. Uh, because even if you're able to keep Josh Allen down for most of the game, eventually he's going to do stuff. And if this offense is not complimenting the defense like it hasn't been in the last couple of games, they're going to falter at some point. And it's not their fault. They're doing everything they possibly can. This is a really good defensive team, in my opinion. And a defense that I think if they were attached to a different logo might be winning a lot of football games if a different quarterback was back there, if the offense was uh, kind of humming a little bit more. Offensively, Baker Mayfield has done nothing to prove to me that he will be able to, in prime time, come out there and win a football game. He was stalling consistently in that Falcons game. Nothing was really happening. Like I said, penalties were a bad thing. When pass rush gets to him, his arm angle does not change. It's just always just fling it like it's it's always downwards it's it's a flat line it's going to get bounced into guys interceptions are going to be happening that way i think there's a possibility this is a one-two interception game for baker touchdown wise i think mike evans is good enough to get situations where he's able to kind of run a little bit and make some good plays but when i was watching the patriots bills game they use the tight ends a lot the tight ends that they have and their running backs a lot now the difference between the bucks running backs and the bucks tight ends is the bucks of the patriots or the patriots tight ends and running backs are bigger guys guys that can mow you down mow you over and run past run through you and these are the guys that they have if you look at the bucks they've got their tight ends aren't super built they're not really big guys and they're running game with the shard white yeah he can get into open field and make some moves but he's probably not going to run through anybody so you got to worry about that can they get plays that are short and turn them into big long plays i don't know uh but i also think turnovers are going to be a really big deal for him i think james cook uh the bills running back i think he is going to have a good day i think you know when you looked at the way the falcons played um algier had a really good running day he was running through guys he was he had a lot of big plays. The Bucks just really couldn't keep everything in check for a full game. Uh, and Scotty Miller had that really big 30-yard um, pass down the middle of the field, which set him up. But the you know defense was able to bend, not break. Uh, but I think Stefan Diggs got uh, himself a good game as well. I think in this game, uh, this is when he's really going to be able to have some fun with it because I think he's going to be able to, you know, carve up that defense quite well. Now, do I think the defense is going to be embarrassed? No, I think they're actually going to make a pretty good case to at some point one or at some point in this game, Buck fans are going to be like, we have a chance in this game because the defense is keeping us in it. Yeah. But Baker has done nothing to really prove that he's really at that situation. I mean, if you look at the two quarterbacks, Baker made for the seasons 133, uh, or sorry, 133 completions out of 204 attempts uh, for 1,363 yards, eight touchdowns, and four interceptions. 
Uh, Josh Allen is 174 for 246 at 246 attempts, 1,841 yards. So he's got way more yards, uh, 15 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So mm-hmm. slightly more interceptions. That's why I think the Bucks can grab a few because I think if you get Josh Allen hurried a little bit, he can make plays. But if you look at Mike Evans versus Stefan Diggs, Stefan Diggs has 678 yards on 55 receptions and six touchdowns. Mike Evans has only 30 receptions for 468 yards and four touchdowns. So mm. he's making the most of his opportunities, but he's not getting a whole lot, yeah. which is a little surprising because Mike Evans should be the guy that's getting all the opportunities and all the completions, because even if he slips up and misses up, he's still the guy that's going to get you into football games. Um, and then if you look at the running game, uh, Rashad White, like I said, when he's in open field and he's able to do his thing, he's, he's good, but he's not the mow you down, you know, goal line stand. We need this touchdown guy. That's why he's only got one touchdown on the season. So I think there's a lot of, wait a minute. Did you notice Baker Mayfield's on the, uh, in, is on the injury report? I did not see that. As of the 24th, Baker Mayfield and Chris Godwin and Vita Vea are all questionable. Oh, that's interesting. Don't want to see Vita Vea go out. I'm not sure if they will be out of this game. You know, that'll be a kind of a game time decision next couple of days, but Last thing I like to do when talking about these games is look at kind of their overall team stats overall. Uh, overall total yards for both these teams, the Bills have 375.9 and the Bucks have 305, while um, 227 of those for the Bucks are for passing and 77 are for running. And the Bills with that 375, 263 of them are for passing and 112 from rushing so they're able to get more from each touch of the ball from either of those positions defensively um the bucks have allowed more yards uh than the bills have not by much 358 for the bucks of total yards um given up and the bills have 351 um and a lot of that has come from you know rushing you can rush the ball on this bills team if you have the correct backs to do so which i don't think the bucks do so you know in short, I think the Bucks are going to lose this game. By how much, that's really going to come down to what happens on the football field. I mean, it could be 14 to 21 with the, the defense playing in clutch. It could also be 35 to 14, like there's a or even you know seven to 28. Like there's a okay. it's a lot of margin of error here. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go with Bucks lose. I'm going to probably say uh 21-7. I think okay. they're going to get one touchdown for the Bucks. All right. Very good. Awesome. Well, that doesn't give us a lot of hope, but maybe uh, the team can rally and overcome and show well, us something different to, from what they've been showing us. According to Baker, the best is yet to come. They haven't got started yet. Well, for those people that have been waiting for Sir Kyle Trask to take the field uh, to see what he can do, because maybe he's the man, uh, maybe we'll get a chance to see that depending on what happens with Baker over the next uh next oh not much day or so <laughs> head toward uh, as we head toward thursday with this yes, short sir. awesome cool well thanks for hanging out with me talking a little bucks football listeners we, yeah listeners we appreciate you thanks for listening if you haven't done so already please subscribe to the podcast so that as episodes are out you will know about them immediately otherwise we will catch you next time see you soon god bless <laughs>